Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Guilty pleasures and growing pains with Nina and friends. We're back. Vacation is so important. Can I just say that before we start on anything? If you have not taken time to take days off for yourself, then you are doing yourself a disservice. I could not believe how much more rejuvenated and clear my brain was when we came back from that crazy ass road trip. Yeah, amen. I I definitely needed a vacation. I needed to get out of here. I don't know what the word is because you know, like hangry, like when you're hungry, you're cranky. Like I was hungry for different scenery. I'm trying to <laughs> no think environment. Of, I mean, I just I was cranky. You needed a break. I was cranky. Yeah. I mean, I think that's this was a hard first half of the year for everybody, but I did not realize how bad I needed it. My brain is working now. So anyway, that was hopefully something to inspire you to take some time for yourself if you have not. And why are you laughing? I don't know. You seem so discombobulated over there. <laughs> I'm tired. I said that. I know. But you're sitting there twirling your hair. So here we are <laughs> back in the dynamic that we shared for 60 hours on the road. Now, if you didn't know, Ange, producer Ange here and I took a road trip from Chicago to Seattle to visit my family. Yes. Um, I just needed a hug from my mom. So we decided that was the best way to do it because I'm personally not ready to fly. I know some people are ready to do that and it's cool. I was more comfortable driving. We go get our COVID test. We go mm-hmm. pack up the car and we rented a Jeep Wrangler. Nina, how much did you love that Jeep? <laughs> I named the Jeep Baby. The Jeep was blue. So that the Jeep, Jeep had its own hashtag throughout the whole trip. Sweet Baby Blue. My sweet baby blue. God, I loved that car. And I think I said it every time I got into it. I hugged it. She did. I kissed it. I wiped it down and tried to keep it clean. But She rubbed it. I really did. I <laughs> loved that car. And the coolest thing is, this was my favorite part about this, Ange. And I'm, I know you noticed because I kept saying, I feel cool because I'm in a club. <laughs> if you have a Jeep Wrangler and you pass another Jeep Wrangler on the road, you wave at each other. Yeah. Like that was so awesome. <laughs> it was funny to see you get excited about that. Well, because I haven't driven a car in so long. I was living yeah. in New York. I didn't have a car. Right. And then since I've been here, I haven't had, I haven't had a car in like, what, <laughs> six years? Yeah. So understand. No, I get it. I'm happy for you. <laughs> and the second I can buy a car, because it makes sense to not have to pay for parking in two places, I will have a Jeep Wrangler. She loved it so much that she literally drove 30 hours there by herself and 30 hours back. Okay, part of the reason was because I love the car. And the other part of the reason is because you couldn't drive the car. That's not even true. That's not true. I love you. And you know this. So when I say this, it's not because I'm being mean to her. I'm just a real friend that tells the truth. You are not the best co-pilot. 
<laughs> I don't even have words. I disagree with that wholeheartedly. Okay, why? Okay, first off, I think your reasons are not valid reasons. You yelled at me because we got lost. Meanwhile, we have a huge screen GPS right in front of us. We're both supposed to look at it, but I'm over here trying to play music and you got lost multiple times because we were on windy roads that would take us (laughs) off of cliffs. And if I took my eyes off of the road for two seconds, I would have killed us. There is, we posted this actually, hold on. I'm going to pull it up right now. (laughs) At B96 Chicago on Instagram, the radio station, you know, that we work for, there is a list of road trip rules. And this was very, very simple. It could not have been more accurate in my opinion. So you can go see it for yourself. But here, the driver's rules of the road are to drive, focus on the road, and don't kill us. What did I do? Not kill us. Okay. You did a great job playing DJ. We listened to every Mariah Carey song under the sun. We did. You did not stay awake. I did. Mo- I and literally took a 20 minute nap. You navigated after I was like, Ange, which way do I go? And then she would go quick, quick, turn right. And I have to <laughs> cross over to three lanes and try not to kill us. But we made it. Because I was driving. <laughs> And I mean, I needed a little nap. I was so tired. I was very thankful to have you in the car with me to do the, the drive because it, it's a tough ride. You guys, 30 hours yeah. is hard. I was just telling Ange too, my body is still recovering from sitting and yeah. being in that position for so long because we were ambitious in how we did that drive. Yeah. But let's also go to the part where I did want you to drive for a little bit <laughs> on our way home. You 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 know what, though? You set me up for failure the minute I came out of that gas station from using the bathroom. I parked the car at a gas station <laughs> in a parking spot. No, negative. The reason she why- first parked at the gas pump because I got gas. And right. You went inside. So I went inside to use the bathroom really quick and I come out. And I actually thought she left me for a second because I didn't see the car anymore. Um, But no, I saw that she parked off to the side in an actual parking spot. So we were, you know, in a rush and I went and just hopped in the car and she gets me a little nervous because she's always like staring at me when I'm trying to drive and stuff. Because the car is under my name if anything happens to it and Ange doesn't have the best driving record. Okay, I don't agree with that either. But anyways, so I get in the car and, you know, I adjust the mirrors and stuff. I may or may not have forgotten to adjust the seat height because I couldn't see the floor. But mind you, I can't see the floor in my car either here in Chicago. Sometimes I just like wing it. And I just, and just little. <laughs> I'm She's, little. I'm only five feet. Right. And she drives a little car too. Yeah. A Hyundai Elantra. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we're about to take off. And again, we're in a Jeep. And I guess I like went up the curb a little bit. <laughs> and she freaked <laughs> out. <laughs> you you guessed you went up the curb a little bit. Let me paint a picture. Parking places all lined up. I find one on the end. In front of us is a huge curb that leads to the sidewalk. You know what I'm talking about, right? There's a curb. You don't drive forward onto the sidewalk. You reverse away from the sidewalk. Ange gets in the car and just takes the Jeep onto the sidewalk. Okay, wait, time out. We have the top down, so of course I freak out. And meanwhile, the guy right next to us is like, whoa, I guess that's why you got a Jeep. Exactly. I was just trying to practice off-roading because you wouldn't let us off-road the entire trip. What was my job? Keep (laughs) us alive. There were too many instances outside of my driving skills that were ready to kill us. And we'll start to tell you about those moments. This was actually a pretty miraculous 
event that we were <laughs> able to survive the drive. Yeah, I, you know what? I'm not even going to lie. All BS aside, she's a beast driver. Like, she got us through some tough times where I thought I was going to, like, either pass out from freaking out or, like, throw up from freaking out. But we we made it. Well, the funny part is, is that <laughs> after Ange drove up onto the sidewalk, <laughs> she was able to finally reverse it and get us back to the freeway. So now we're driving on an 80 mile an hour freeway <laughs> going 55. Okay. <laughs> Let me. And we're going. And once it starts to get closer to 60, whoop, pull back on the brakes. And it turns into one of those jerky rides where you're like, whoop. Okay, let me defend Whoa. myself. We're going to go back. First off, if you have ever been in a Jeep or driven a Jeep, those cars are not made for the wind. And I don't know. That's true. It, like, it is so different than driving in the city and driving through fields of nothing. That wind was like blowing us. I literally thought we were going to flip over just from, you know, driving fast. So, yeah, I slowed down a little bit. Also, when do I ever drive 80? I do drive 80, but I don't know. It it, it was just... It was 80 miles an hour on the freeway. Like, that was what the, the speed limit was. And the minimum speed limit was, like, 50. <laughs> and here we are going, like, 55. And so she's starting to get nervous. And at this point, I will admit, I probably was a little bit agitated. And so I was like, and... I think the next exit we find, we should get off. No, she said it. And just just pull over, get off at the next exit, and we're going to switch. That's how you said it. But also, thank goodness I was such a pushy little bitch because right when we did that, we got back onto the road. And all of a sudden, I don't know what it is about the middle. Because we drove through eight states. Chicago to Seattle, that's eight states. And Mm -hmm. we spent a lot of our time in Montana because it's a humongous state. And then Wyoming. But I don't know where we were. We were in one of the two states. And in both of those places, we witnessed some crazy lightning storms. Like to the point where you feel like you're about to be swept up in a tornado. (laughs) It was dark and you couldn't see. So we're on the road. We get back after I made (laughs) Ange get back into the passenger seat. It starts raining. Like we're driving. The sun's out. We're singing. (laughs) We're getting a tan. And Ange sees the dark sky in 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 front of us. I'm like, she starts saying. That doesn't look good. <laughs> like, it's okay. We'll be fine. Because we know what happens when the rain comes down. It actually, you don't feel it. Yeah. When the roof is off on a Jeep, because you're going so fast, it just kind of goes by you. It's not a big deal. Because we experienced that on the way there. This is on the way home. Now, this one, oh, we could feel it. <laughs> this was not rain. This was like a little baby tsunami because we felt it. Everything got all wet in the car. I thought the radio was like messing up from water damage. It was. Know. Yeah. It was. My phone was. Everything was. The car you, was was so windy. My arms and my back has been have been so sore yeah. because I was holding on to the steering wheel so tightly because the car did not want to stay straight. The wind was. Thank you so, for acknowledging that. Just oh, saying. I I completely acknowledge it because I did it for sixty hours. My back is wrecked. So and also keeping us on all of those turns and uh-huh. mountains with cliffs. But mm-hmm. I digress. So the rain's coming down so hard that you can't see the road. Now, I grew up in Seattle, so I'm used to driving in these types of shitstorms. But this was unlike anything I've ever seen in my life. I was terrified. I thought, like, I don't know. I don't know. What's going to happen? I don't know. Is there a turn up here? I don't know. I can't see it. We were winking it. We wung it the whole time. I just was like, oh, great. Here we go. So in that moment, I'm glad I was a bitch. I wasn't a bitch to you. Again, you know I love you, but you really were going 55. You couldn't see and you'd just driven on a sidewalk. (laughs) 
I was just trying to keep us safe. But you also were totally comfortable getting back into the passenger seat because you didn't want to keep driving because you it was too hard. Yeah, it, it was. <laughs> so in that moment, I saved the day. <laughs> it's okay. I'm a hero. I understand. Yeah, we did not want to end up like little white crosses. And that was an on. It's not a joke because mm-hmm. if you go on long trips, I, I've never actually really noticed them on the sides of the roads here in Illinois. We've talked about the white bikes that mm-hmm. are in places With the flowers, where, yeah. where people have passed away. But do you notice that normally? Like when you drive on different highways, mm-hmm. the little white crosses, maybe it was just because we were on a road trip. I was hypersensitive to it. Yeah. And there were signs everywhere that you went that was telling you these white crosses, you know, memorialize people. Please go the speed limit. No texting and driving. All of that. And so, I mean, I feel like I said a little prayer every time we passed one because I was like, oh, my gosh. Wow. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Because there were so many. Yeah. But in those moments, we didn't know if we were going to become little white crosses probably four different times when I couldn't see. Yeah. We hit so many bad storms. I didn't want to tell my parents about it because they probably would have been like, what? Oh, yeah. (laughs) I was scared. Oh, so bad. And then one of the times that we got lost because of a wrong turn. Because somebody was on her phone that wasn't the driver, <laughs> took us up a mountain. <gasps> that is not what happened. GPS definitely rerouted us because the road was closed. Right. Because we missed it <laughs> because somebody was on their phone. Had we caught it, we wouldn't have ended up in the middle of nowhere. But, but, but because of that false turn that sent us <laughs> up a cliff, we saw a moose. We did. And. We weren't quick enough to get the picture of the moose, even though the phone was out. And Nina didn't want to move back. She didn't want to back up to take a picture of it. How am I going to reverse on a road (laughs) when I don't know if there's a car coming that has turns? There was no way to do a U-turn. It was so narrow. And Angela's like, I didn't get a picture. (laughs) What am I supposed to do, Angela? Do you want to die today? This was another one of those moments. You want me to kill us (laughs) so you can get it for the gram. No, I just, I've never seen a moose in real life Neither before. Have I. So I was really excited. And I thought that all she had to literally, she went forward. So why not just go back? Because it's not a yeah. back and forth road. <laughs> okay, fine, fair. But, but I had never seen a moose before either. And it was actually pretty magical. That yeah. thing was humongous. So even though we didn't get a picture, I have a picture in my mind. That's true. I do too. It was it didn't have horns. No. So I think it was a girl. But it was huge. It was it was huge. big. Bigger than a horse, but not fat. Yeah. But tall and huge. And pretty. Very pretty. Peaceful. I don't know. I think getting lost in those mountains was meant to be. Because to tell you the truth, on the way back home, that was like my favorite place that we drove through. The except mountains? for yeah, except for when we were at the top and you said there was no rail. I really felt like I needed a puke. Like I couldn't even look over. That's why I couldn't enjoy this drive. (laughs) Like, yes, it was beautiful to see the animals in the wild. Yes, that was cool. We passed some trailer parks, which I was taking note of because I didn't, if anything happened, where do we go? (laughs) And that's my, that was my biggest nightmare is when we got stuck in these spots where we had no cell service. We're in mountains. I am not a mountain girl. I feel like I am now. I feel like I earned my stripes, but (laughs) you're enjoying the view. I'm looking at the road again. Let me offer this up one more time. I'm a hero. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. This Um, is my claim to fame right now, guys. Just let me say (laughs) that I'm a wonderful driver and made it up the mountain. And made it down. Yeah, I know. (laughs) So you're welcome. My other favorite view, though. Okay, 
that day was just awesome because I had my nature kick. I mean, I had my nature fix, but then also on the way home, we legit saw, can I say it? Yeah. A UFO. Oh, I thought you were going to talk about how you almost went poop in the woods. That was also (laughs) on our to-do list, but we'll talk about the UFO. (laughs) We were driving up the mountain and Ange says, you know what's on my bucket list? (laughs) I want to poop in the woods. (laughs) And I was like, oh, okay, should I pull over? Man, I should have done it where we saw the UFO because I wanted you to get out and try to hitchhike a ride to space. I just wanted, I don't know. I just thought that that would be cool. To poop in the woods? I don't know. Don't people do that when they go camping? If that's all it's going to take to keep you happy, you get in that little Elantra and you just drive. Girl, drive to the woods. Okay, no, but for real, we really saw a UFO-like item. <laughs> it changed the subject. Thing in the sky. Okay, this is true. This is another one of those moments where Ange says, back up, <laughs> stop the car. Okay, no, okay. So we're driving and I noticed it's this the really- middle of the night. This was our 17 hour day where we went overnight. Okay, so I actually have video proof and timestamps and everything. This happened around one o'clock in the morning. We're driving and I saw this really bright light in the sky and I'm like, oh, it must be the North Star. <laughs> well, no, because it wasn't even the North Way and- I already saw the North Star to my right. So I'm like analyzing this thing a little bit more. And all of a sudden we see something hanging from it, blinking lights, red and green. I tell Nina, I go, oh my gosh, I think that that's a UFO. And my eyes hurt from straining (laughs) while I've been driving all day at one o'clock in the morning. But we're on one of these roads that's in the back. Uh, 212, wasn't that what it was? 212. 212, if you're familiar with 212, if not, it's a wild road. There's nothing for miles and Mm -hmm. miles, no gas, no houses. It's pretty scary. It's And at night, it's terrifying because you just look to the side of the road, you see little beady eyes because there's all of these animals, which was actually a very cool thing. Mm-hmm. I loved seeing all of these animals. And so for me to stop in the middle of the road, there wasn't anybody on there. And it was a long enough stretch that a semi wasn't going to hit us out of nowhere. Yeah. But it still makes me nervous to stop in the middle of a road because if we died, whoever murdered us would get away with it. No problem. Oh, for sure. Yeah. So I was like, okay, hurry. So Ange first just stands up outside of the Jeep because we had the top off. That didn't work. So then she gets out of the car and she's out in the middle of the road trying to get pictures and video footage of this UFO, which I'm kind of starting to buy into this whole thing now. Then when it's quiet, all you hear animals and sounds. No, literally, I got freaked out because all of a sudden you hear it's like pitch, pitch black. It's super quiet. Moo. <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh, the cows are waking up. We couldn't even see the cows because it was so dark. Yeah. All, the only thing that lit up the sky was this inanimate object. Right. And it ended up getting um, to daytime and this thing was still super bright in the sky. All the all the stars were gone. The moon was gone. And all you literally saw was this one thing that was like lit up in the sky. Right. So I was like, Ange, do research. Find out. <laughs> Is it a UFO? What do UFOs look like? Because all I've seen are the ones that fly, not the kind that hover. But I believe in them. I mean, that's a story. That's a conversation for another day. I do. Mm -hmm. You know, Area 51. My dad was in the Mojave Desert working for Richard Branson and, you know, on that whole like virgin taking you to space project. My dad's retired now, but he did. And I found that so fascinating because the Mojave Desert is also supposed to be a spot where there's a lot of UFOs. And so my dad would see questionable things, but I don't know if he's a full-blown believer or what his deal is. But I mean, come on. 
it's very possible that there's other stuff out there. Now, I have told a few people about this since we've been <laughs> home and I've shown the picture. And where do you, where do you have it posted? Um, I didn't post it, but we can post it on our um, podcast oh, yeah. Instagram. Sure. And if you haven't followed, please follow Guilty Pleasures and Growing Pains on Instagram because we're starting to build our little social um, footprint right now. And you guys are a really big part of that. Plus, if you want to see what a UFO looks like. <laughs> but we have... We haven't really talked about this, but upon your research, we saw that where we were was also another hotspot hot mm-hmm. over Montana and Wyoming, by the way. Yeah. And there were other spottings or, yeah, yeah. of the same There's thing. There's videos, too, of other people. Yeah. Within the same week, the week of the 4th of July. Mm-hmm. So, wild. But some people were like, well, maybe they were drones. And I was like, mm, that's true. Or satellites. So, maybe it was a satellite. But the weird thing is, is that it felt like, and it could have just been my eyes playing tricks on me at that point, because now the sun's coming up and it felt like it just kind of like floated up. Yeah, it was really weird. And actually, I when I'm looking at the videos and pictures, we followed it from one in the morning till like 530 in the morning. Man, that's a long time. (laughs) Thank God that was there, though, because that killed five hours. It did. It felt like nothing. (laughs) Yeah, that was that was a trip. So, yeah, go see it. If you're a believer or not, <laughs> I just, I always pictured like UFOs as moving. Yeah. Or, or maybe like parked on the ground, but then what would they be doing? What would they be looking for? And then as we were speaking, I like to think that aliens have like ears, not ears, but supernatural ways of hearing. So they could hear you trying to spy on them. Then they probably pr- thought it was really funny. Yeah. And I don't know. I just think just that there was so them. many beautiful things on this trip. Like even Seattle, Seattle is so <laughs> beautiful like i was so mesmerized no seattle is beautiful i'm laughing just because i feel like we just went from aliens and ufos to seattle but seattle is beautiful i'm glad you enjoyed it seattle is a beautiful state if you've never been i highly recommend it it's changed quite a bit since i've left i've been gone now for 10 years isn't that crazy yeah so um but that's where my parents live and that's where my family is and my friends and it was really cool to be able to show you I don't know, I guess like where I grew up. I showed mm-hmm. you my old apartment, you yeah. saw my house, my high school, my college. Yep. I mean, you met my niece and my nephew. Oh, they are my favorite little kids. They are so cute. Like her, her little niece is she's she's something. She's so funny. On the way to her house, we said that we we're only like an hour away. And this little girl is she's three, right? She's three. She's three years old. She's on the phone, doesn't know she's on speakerphone. And she goes, Aunt Nina, can your friend talk to me? Like she already loved me. So I knew we were gonna create a special bond. Oh, you did. The bond was very <laughs> special. My niece, her name is Sasha. She is a little fireball and I am so proud of her. I love my niece and nephew so so much. If you know me, you know this is true. <laughs> and if you do want to see pictures of how awesome they are, you can follow me at on the air because there's pictures there too on Instagram so you guys can see what we're talking about but my niece (laughs) we take my three-year-old niece for a walk oh we're doing this one oh we're doing this one (laughs) and Ange is walking in front of us I'm holding Sasha's hand we're walking behind her and Sasha out of nowhere goes and you got a jiggly butt (laughs) and I I turned around so fast I was like oh my god I look at my niece I was like what did you say (laughs) She's like, she got a jiggly butt. And she starts laughing. 
where she learned about jiggly butts or how she even knows, but she was mesmerized it by was your so butt. Funny. It was so funny. And later I got a video text message after we had left. My <laughs> my niece is so cute. We're so close. And she sent us a video for me to show Ange. This little girl, she put me on blast. She comes back to the house. We're getting ready for a family dinner. Literally all getting ready to sit down at the table and have dinner. And she goes, Angie was shaking her butt in the middle of the street. And I turn around. I'm like, you cannot say that. I'm like, they're going to think that I was teaching her like some. They're going to think I was just twerking in the middle of the street in front of a three-year-old. Yeah. <laughs> That's not what was, it was happening. hilarious. My brother's face and my <laughs> sister-in-law's face are looking at her like, what? I already got in trouble because I wanted to put her on TikTok. <laughs> I know. And my brother's like, hey, let's not put the three-year-old on TikTok, especially since TikTok is under fire right now for oh like <laughs> getting all of our information. But oh my God, so funny. That cracked me. That still cracks me up. My niece <laughs> is a chip off the old block. I love her. She's noticing jiggly butts and she's going to call you out. Yeah, I love my her My favorite too. was when... I was like, okay, I'm going to go pee. And I, I said bye to this little girl in the house. But I didn't know the tradition is once she gets in her car seat, we all have to go to the car. I didn't know that either. That's new. Her. That's new. Yeah. That's new. Well, I went downstairs really quick and then came back up. And all of a sudden I get told that this little girl was like hysterically crying because she didn't get to say bye to me. She's the cutest thing ever. She like <laughs> she has serious anxiety. It wasn't just you. It was also my dad because my yeah. dad wasn't saying bye at the car. So I don't know if this is her anxiety showing because we have anxiety that like runs actually pretty prevalently <laughs> in my family. I have it, you know, a lot of people on my mom's side has it, whatever. But I just I didn't know if these were early stages of that. She's three. She's panicking because she didn't say goodbye to everyone. Yeah. It's either that or she's just really a little love bug and wanted to make sure that she gave everybody love, which is very, very true. Yeah, she is. So. I'm glad you got to experience her firsthand because I just can't even really do her justice. You meet her in person and she's a star all on her own. Yeah. I'm a proud aunt. Can you tell? My nephew Pryor (laughs) is also a babe. He's very unassuming. He's just, oh, I just feel bad because I'm not talking about him right now too. But just know these are the little apples (laughs) of my eyes. Can we also talk about the food in Seattle? (laughs) Sure. And was the one that was like, so what are we going to have for a snack? The car has three different bags of chips. We have stuff to make sandwiches. We have carrots. We have apples. We have granola bars. I mean, you name it. We had it in the car. We did that because we didn't want to have to keep stopping different places. But Ange says, nope, I need variety. I need something that's been not in the car. Stuff. We hadn't been eating it for a day. Every snack that we had. That and was- it's on, all in the same day. That was enough to have a different snack, but that's okay. Well, I was just really excited, honestly, to try the different foods that are in Seattle that you can't get anywhere else. Like, obviously, my favorite was taco time. If you didn't know, Um, that was so good. And then I really liked, what was it? Ivan's? Ivers. 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 Ivers is a famous chowder house. Yeah. So it's like fish and chips and clam chowder and all that kind of stuff. It's my favorite clam chowder. I can't really do fish and chips that well because I don't know doesn't sit well with me but i do really enjoy it ivers is very good yeah no i loved it and then every day for dinner her parents cooked and her parents can throw down i knew nina can cook but now i know where she gets it from wow (laughs) they would be really excited to hear that (laughs) yeah no my parents can cook definitely can cook my favorite is always when i get to have persian food because that's like my soul food and i 
I make it on my own, but I'm not going to cook Persian food by myself for myself and eat it for a week because yeah. I need variety after a week. Yeah. You know, but my dad's kebabs are, are where it's at. I think everybody has that one food that reminds them of home and is their soul food. Like, yeah, when I need a little hug. I eat Persian food. I hate that. I feel like I missed out on one dinner night because I really don't remember eating that night. We went out on a boat with my friend who, by the way, hadn't seen anybody like really other than her family and then me since quarantine. So Mm -hmm. she was free for the first time and we were reuniting. It's my sister, like my best friend, one of my best friends in the whole world. So and we all did. I was drunk, too. I'm not going to lie. Like we drank White Claws and champagne. I haven't drank like that in a long time same i haven't like had a major turn up Mm -hmm. in a long time like my extent of actually turning up since probably february is on your balcony on my balcony but it's a bottle of wine i'm not doing shots Mm -hmm. i'm not doing any of that wild stuff unless our friend sonic is around and he's the one that really is like take a shot that's That's even on facetime take a shot (laughs) but um so we had fun on the boat we had the white claws we came home according to my mom I was, I don't know. Telling all your sorrows. I really don't have any sorrows, so I'm not really sure what I was saying. <laughs> you had some that night. I guess. <laughs> that they're not real because I don't remember now. And Ange, my mom said, was just like staring at her plate. <laughs> <laughs> and my mom loves to give me a hard time about my drinking all the time. I wake up in the morning and she's like, what do I do with the drunken daughter? I'm like, why are you? What song is this? This isn't a song. We don't sing about what am I going to do with the drunken dog. That's not a song. She's making up words now just to shame me because I had some drinks with my friends. I mean, but, but, and you made an impression. Oh man. I was, yeah. Yeah. It was a good day. It's a safe space though. It's my family. Right. No. Yeah. Your family was so nice. Like not at one point did I feel uncomfortable. Like the minute I walked in the door, I was, they took my bags. I had like my whole floor to myself. It was so nice. Yeah, you did. Now you got to be in that house before it's gone. I know. I'm really happy. I actually really love that house. It's so cute. I really love that (laughs) house too. My parents are moving. I don't know. It's like this weird thing. This is probably a a pod for a whole different day. But like, (laughs) man, I've moved so many times in my life. Like me, myself, and so have my parents. So I always envy hearing about people that have the house that they grew up in in their family still. Because my grandparents lived in the house that my mom and all of them grew up in. So it's like really that house has been the most stable house in my life. And then it's not there anymore. I mean, still there, but it's not ours anymore. But so my parents are moving again. My father likes to build houses and he's very good at that. Um, They live in a beautiful house right now. It's just too big for them. So they're downsizing a little bit. And yeah, I wouldn't even call that downsizing. (laughs) And my dad's building another beautiful home. So I'm excited that they're excited. I'm just going to miss that house because I won't see it again. Because God knows when I'm going to get back to Seattle, which is why the 60 hours was so important to take. Yeah. And it's not even sad. It's just reality. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to get on a plane right now. You know, my parents are in their 60s. I have a niece and nephew. I want to be able to see my friends and hug them and do all of those things. And I'm not ready. I know there are a lot of people that are ready and doing that. I just, I am not ready. So. The car ride was what it was, but also I'm not driving <laughs> 60 hours again. Like that road trip was too much, but also really cool. You know what my favorite part of the whole road trip was other than Seattle? What? South Dakota. Oh my gosh. South, South Dakota, Dakota is slept on. It is so slept on. South Dakota is beautiful. Oh. South Dakota has so many things to do. And what so I, many. what I didn't know 
actually, there's a lot of things I didn't know. <laughs> First of all, the Dances with Wolves set is there. We didn't get to see that, but I really loved that movie. I'm super fascinated by Native American culture and, you know, what life was like back then. We saw all these signs of like where the Lewis and Clark you know, expedition was and, and part of like the trails and stuff that they took and just seeing signs for like Sacagawea this and, yeah. and Sioux Falls and the Sioux Indians. I mean, that might not mean anything to you, but if you remember your history classes when you learned about that stuff, I was geeking out. <laughs> I was like, what? The Cheyenne Indians were here? Oh my God. Like to me, it was super fascinating. So I loved that. And South Dakota was really rich in that culture. Yeah. And then also... What I didn't know, they, most of the ma- massive dinosaur uh, discoveries were in South Dakota. We were on land that the dinosaurs were fully <laughs> occupying. Like, we were walking on probably so much sacred ground for so many things. Like, there was, like, this weird energy. Did you feel it? Am I crazy? I, I feel energy. And no. I, I think a lot of times I throw people off when I say that. But for some reason, my body picks up on everything. I'm laughing because you can't see her right now. But she's getting so excited. She's getting, like, as excited as I would if Mariah put out a new song or something. Because I love I know, dinosaurs. I know. But I love history. Yeah. When we were passing all the dinosaur things and when we were um, talking about it, I actually was like, picturing like imaginary dinosaurs walking on that land because you said that's where they found Sue. Sue. Yeah. So one of the coolest, I mean, there are so many amazing things about living in Chicago, but I'm a nerd. And when we can actively go to the museums, Sue is one of the biggest put together Tyrannosaurus Rexes like ever. Yeah. Right. And she is beautiful, but technically we don't know if she was a he or a she, but anyway, for namesake she's beautiful (laughs) so i won't really bore you with my dinosaur excitement but she was found in south dakota and that blows my mind and my mom i didn't know this and my brother also went on a road trip to south dakota and they went to this place where they had found a woolly mammoth and it was like an active discovery zone like where the bones were is that not just so exciting that is so cool actually and i i I told nina this i was like i really want to go because i want to see you get like so excited because i know she's like so excited about dinosaur things and i mean we don't have that here in chicago so i mean we do but not to the same extent extent, though yeah because when you're in south dakota like you're in the middle of nature like you're in the middle of all of this life like you can feel it when you breathe there's energy in life in a city too don't get it twisted it's just a little bit different and it was feeding me yeah i felt like so tapped into this is so cheesy but so tapped into earth so tapped into purpose tapped into mm-hmm. being and and all of these energies and, and history and seeing stuff that you would only seen pictures of or read about there's no reason i'm gonna be back in south dakota right but south dakota and seeing wild buffalo in south dakota we also saw bears I mean, bears and mount rushmore i mean all of these things mount rushmore was cool because how many times have you seen that in a history book or you know on tv and right. it was like really cool to be right in front of it right because this is just something you hear about or you you see pictures and we got there at five o'clock in the morning we did right when the park opened right when the sun was rising so the sun was like just hitting the mountain in, in the right way nobody else was there 
And it was just us. We had the whole place to ourselves. Mm -hmm. And again, at Nina on the air on Instagram, you should post your picture too. You haven't yet. I will. I will. And I'll post a bunch of pictures on our Instagram, the guilty pleasures. and Oh yeah. We can have a massive swipey from our road trip. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I also have a bunch of videos there too, saved in my highlight section. Yeah. But I don't know. Just even talking about, I think the animals and the dinosaurs again, I get really excited because there's so many different types of vacations you can take. Mm -hmm. And believe me, I am the queen of the turn up. Let's go to Mexico all inclusive. Like, actually, this year I was supposed to go to Positano. I want to go to the Almafi Coast. That's one of my dream vacations. Before that, Greece was on that list and I I did it and it was everything I I imagined it would be. But now the Almafi Coast is my new place. It's like you romanticize a place. Yeah. And you have this idea of what it is. And I wanted to go in July, the same time we were going to go with a bunch of my girlfriends, but wasn't an option this year. I never thought that I was going to end up in the middle of the woods <laughs> running around with buffalo. Like that was so cool to me. I think it was also so cool that, you know, when we think of animals and stuff, we get so scared. But being out there, like, I don't know how many times I just wanted to jump out of the car. And at one point I told Nina, I'm like, hold on, I'll be right back. And I took like a bag of carrots and went to go feed prairie dogs in this like little prairie dog land i don't know but it was was just popping up because we drove by badlands which is also in south dakota again so pretty south dakota is so worth visiting i was telling gabe who is you know my partner on the morning show at b96 and i was like it's only 12 hours away yeah from chicago to drive to south dakota nothing yeah i mean rapid city rapid city it's rapid city so man Oh, I just got excited about the dinosaurs again. This is the <laughs> next thing on my bucket list. So obviously I want to go to the Almafi Coast. I started making a list of all this stuff. I also want to learn how to play chess. I, I don't know where this is all coming from, <laughs> but my creative juices and my need for intelligent conversations and an, an intellect, yeah. you know, that type of that fulfillment. Like, yeah, we're ratchet. Yeah, we can talk shit. Yeah, dudes are cool. But this stuff, like I'm excited. Yeah. And I think that, oh, what was I saying? One of the other things that's on my list is to go to, there has to be a way, an active archaeological dig site. Yeah. If you guys have any information on that, let us know. Because that would be really, really cool, especially for you. I would poop my pants. You take Your pants me, are in the woods. I think it, do, I do, it doesn't matter. If you take me to an archaeological dig site and you can see, I'm going to like cry. Oh my God. Because it's powerful. That's history. We're nothing. The world is so much bigger than us. There are so many things that are so like out of our control. Like mm-hmm. what? All right. I'm not fighting with you. I'm a nerd. I am a nerd, nerd, nerd. I will geek out on all of these things, but we'll just leave it at that. And actually, one of the really cool things that's at the Field Museum is that they have an exhibit that shows you how they dig for dinosaur bones. Wow, this is not a dinosaur podcast. (laughs) Um, Field Museum, if you'd like to sponsor this, that'd be great. (laughs) So I need to go make a friend over there because I think I'd learn a lot. It's True. really cool. I sometimes I look up articles of like their late <laughs> the latest things that they find. Like they're finding new species now. It's really cool. All right. Am I boring everybody that doesn't like dinosaurs? I apologize. No, it's cute. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, that was it. What else did I miss? Those are some of the major highlights. I think it's almost impossible to relive every moment of yeah. that trip. But biggest takeaways, sweet baby blue. <laughs> Animals, dinosaurs, my family. Yeah. 
My love family. family. I really needed to see my family. Yeah, I love them too. Even when your mom shames you for drinking. <laughs> like if you were to describe this trip in a word or like if you were writing in your diary, what would be the one thing that would be your biggest takeaway? And not any, and this is a little bit larger than just the animals, like an actual think, life yeah. takeaway. Damn, Three words, deep. disconnect to reconnect. She thought about that. I didn't. You just asked me like five seconds ago. <laughs> yeah, right. It's in your phone. Anyway, <laughs> and even if you did think about that, that's cool because that's exactly what it is. That's ex- Damn it. You disconnect to reconnect. This goes back to what I said in the beginning. Take a vacation. Yes. Take one. Even if it's in the middle of the woods. <laughs> Some people have pooping in the woods as on the, as something on their bucket list. You could fulfill it this weekend. Be safe. <laughs> She's not going to say anything now. Okay. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed our recap. Again, all the pictures are up at Guilty Pleasures and Growing Pains on Instagram. Our new footprint. I hope you join us for the journey and we will be back with more content for you soon next week in two days and we'll be back <laughs> i was like what are you doing <laughs> trying to decide when we're going to put it out gotcha. but the plan is a lot more is coming a lot more is coming <laughs> <laughs> you cannot say that <laughs> yes i can that leads us into the next topic this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.